Welcome to the daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at VFNTV.com. Enjoy. I look very much forward to being your president. And hopefully at the end of two years or three years or four years, or maybe even eight years, you will say, so many of you worked so hard for us, but you will say that, you will say that that was something that you were really were very proud to do. And, and I can thank you very much. And I can only say, that while the campaign is over, our work on this movement is now really just beginning. We're going to get to work immediately for the American people. And we're going to be doing a job that hopefully you'll be so proud of your president. You'll be so proud. Again, it's my honor. It was an amazing evening. It's been an amazing two-year period. And I love this country. Thank you. Thank you very much. So powerful. You know, America's finally made a decision. Isn't this amazing? It is, it is a miracle to be able just to witness, just answer prayer. Well, you think about it. Well, you yeah. never know. I mean, we prayed and mm-hmm. asked God to, to move. And we've been praying for years, as a matter of fact. Yeah. And we'll be talking about that a little bit more time. later on uh, in today's program. But, you know, in October... When I was spending some time in prayer with the Lord, the Lord told me specifically and showed me that that Donald Trump would be our next president. Mm-hmm. And he showed me specifically how that would happen. He even told me that it would be a peaceful transition between President Barack Obama and President-elect uh, Donald Trump. And very specifically, and I was going to share it on the air. I was actually coming to share it on the air. And uh, I got uh, counsel probably wouldn't be a good thing to be able to share on the air because we're not political. But I'm, I'm excited about the fact that, you know, God had this in mind. He had this day in mind. And he, for whatever reason, we're all human. But this particular election is it comes, comes after a time of just deep prayer and seeking the Lord and, and, and calling out. And it's like, dear Lord, you know, that you would have mercy. Yeah. And we've been praying for quite some time for, um, you know, our current president, President mm-hmm. Barack Obama. And we've been praying for God to move and touch someone's heart to, to come in and to be able to to be our next president, yeah. and it's just a miraculous thing how it happened. But first, before I tell you anymore, I want you to go, I want to hear uh, Hillary Clinton, she gave uh, a speech when the election was final, and as you heard, she already called uh, President-elect Donald Trump and told him, congratulated him on the win. But let's hear uh, Hillary Clinton, what she had to say about the election. Thank you, thank you so very much for being here. And I love you all, too. Um, Last night, I congratulated Donald Trump and offered to work with him on behalf of our country. I hope that he will be a successful president for all Americans. But I still believe in America, and I always will. And if you do, then we must accept this result and then look to the future. Donald Trump is going to be our president. We owe him an open mind and the chance to lead. Our constitutional democracy enshrines the peaceful transfer of power. And we don't just respect that, we cherish it. It also enshrines other things, the rule of law, the principle that we are all equal in rights and dignity, freedom of worship and expression, 
We respect and cherish these values, too, and we must defend them. Finally, I am so grateful for our country and for all it has given to me. I count my blessings every single day that I am an American. And I still believe, as deeply as I ever have, that if we stand together and work together with respect for our differences, strength in our convictions, and love for this nation, our best days are still ahead of us. This is so powerful watching this peaceful transition of power and mm -hmm. it's just so uh, so beautiful to see it where uh, President-elect Donald Trump wins the election, uh, President Obama calls him on the phone and they're talking back and forth. The person that he was running against, Hillary Clinton, she calls him up before he goes out and makes a speech that you just saw. And she's saying, you know, that, that our, we need to be open and, and supportive of his leadership. As a matter of fact, when we get back uh, in a moment, we'll be able to have President Barack Obama saying the same thing. He wants a smooth transition of power that, you know, uh, uh, that, um, um, you know, America's made their choice and he's all of our presidents and yeah. we're all on the same team. But first I want to, to remind you, and I don't know if you remember this or not, if you've been with us for a while, but God told me very specifically in a prophetic night vision, he showed me that, that the seat of the righteous was going to rise and the seat of evil was going to come down. And the Lord laid on my heart to be able to, well, I was asked to be able to place a new, the first African-American chief of police in the city of Pensacola, Florida. Powerful. David Alexander into place and his placement. And God spoke to me in a dream. And he told me specifically the seasons and the times mm -hmm. that are coming. And so, you know, some difficult times are really coming and it matters who's in leadership. And with that, the Lord showed me specifically that, that the seat of the righteous will rise. I'm not calling any man righteous, but I'm talking about, you know, God's righteous. Mm -hmm and that there was going to be a shift taking place and the seed of evil is going to come down. As a matter of fact, let's go back and look. This is me with uh, the now Chief Pensacola Police Chief, Department, Chief correct. of Police, David Alexander, that where uh, we're standing there before the whole city, just blessing him and, and loosing that word to remember what God said. Take a look. Chief, could you come up here for a moment? Chief and I had the uh, privilege of working together as law enforcement and uh, with the father and son camping trips and in the community. And he asked me to come and pray for him and also pray for the city. Would you extend your hands this way? Because this is an event. This is an event. But he has a responsibility ahead of him that I really believe the Lord's showing me is pretty intense. And we just want to pray that God would just bless him with the wisdom and the grace that he needs for that. Father God, we just thank you for our new chief, David Alexander. We thank you for the man of God he is and the, the excellent uh, law enforcement and the community-minded, Father God. And he's just been here for us in so many ways. Lord, we just want to say we're grateful for his labor, for his family's sacrifice. But Lord, we just bless him right now. Dear God, we call out to heaven, God, and ask for wisdom. Lord, we call out, Lord, we're so many people are being political. Lord, help us just to be right. Help us to be just. Help us to be fair. Open our eyes, God, that we can know how to treat each other fairly, Father God. Lord, help us not to lay this whole burden on the chief, but help us to walk with him, Lord God, as a community, Father God. Show us, Lord, how to be community again, Father God. Lord, we bless him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. We bless his staff. And we bless all the law enforcement officers that labor with him. We just pray for unity. 
an agreement and just a, a new heart, Lord, over the department, Lord, and in a new way, God. And we thank you for everything that's happened to this point, but we just bless them from this point forward, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praying over the city, the Lord laid on my heart last night that difficult days are ahead for for America and possibly our community. And our law enforcement has taken the brunt of it. You know, and I was there for 10 years. And he's been there for 30 years. And we got to figure out how to stand together. And, uh, but the Lord showed me last night, I was praying about what to pray about. And he showed me in his dream where the law enforcement was having to take on large groups of people that were coming against authority. And they were having to defend us in that. And it, um, and it was pretty intense. And, um, but I believe if we cry out to God now before it happens, he can stop it and it won't happen. You know what I'm you know? And so I just want to pray for the city and for the Gulf Coast. Father God, Lord, you said that the seat of the righteous will rise and the seat of evil will come down. And we just declare those words over the Gulf Coast, God. And we pray, Lord, that we would dedicate the city to you. God, help us to walk justly before each other and before you. Forgive us, Lord, what we have sinned against you. Prevent the evil that, that would want to happen to our land and to our property and to our people. Help us to see everyone created in your image and your likeness, God. God, teach us how to be fair, God, in everything, Father God. And above all, Lord God, forgive, Lord, the church. Forgive us for not playing our role in the community and society, God. Help us, Lord, to do better at that, God. We pray, Lord, prevent all harm from this city. Bless our mayor, bless our city council, bless our commission, uh, bless, Lord, we pray, the Gulf Coast and our chief. We just ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm telling you, the fear of the Lord was all over me that day because, you know, once, you know, the chief Alexander asked me to, to pray over the city mm -hmm. and pray because we know what's happening, some of the things that are going down. And he's the first, I mean, he's an excellent man, excellent law enforcement officer. He's been, we worked together for years. But he's the first African-American chief of police. Go figure, right? In the history of the city of Pensacola. City of Pensacola, which Florida, is powerful. Which is a big deal. Yeah. And we went to uh, the Bayfront Auditorium, which is a big auditorium in Pensacola, mm -hmm. Florida. And uh, we had a 9-11 a prayer. And he, he was going to be leading part of the prayer. And as soon as he walked up to the stage, the entire city got up and began to give him a round of applause yeah. and just gratitude for his leadership. Honoring him. Hopefully we'll have that for you. But God, God showed me specifically about that, you know, in this particular vision, he, he was showing me that people are being treated unjustly and that people weren't concerned about it. They just weren't even concerned about it. It didn't even bother them that they were treating people unjustly. And so on, in this particular vision, I take this phone, you know, how God shows you things. And I pick this phone up and I dial this number and I put it by my ear. And you know what? God, God spoke to me on that phone. You know what he said? He said, the seat of the righteous will rise and the seed of evil is going to come down. And we're seeing shifting take place. I mean, there's been great evil take place in America and the world. And, and you're, you're thinking, you know, we don't know how long what's going to happen, but we know we're seeing this shifting take mm -hmm. place. I want to encourage you. I mean, God said that, that you know, and you look at uh, the chief of police, but it's called, he's a great man. And, uh, and there's a lot of, you know, good law enforcement officers, but to see this shifting take place like this. And now we're watching a shifting where uh, one thing the Lord told me specifically about um, that uh, that 
President-elect Donald Trump would be president before yeah. president, but he also told me something that we're going to share with you after you hear what Speaker Ryan has to say about the election, because it's exactly what the Lord told me that would be taking place. And also, we have President Barack Obama and what he has to say about a smooth transition of power. What an amazing day. You know, America has selected a new leader. We're moving in a new mm -hmm. direction, got a vision for America, and we're, I'm so excited about how President Obama has uh, came out and taught specifically about a smooth transition to power and that we're all on the same team. Let's join the president as he's talking about the, the our new president-elect Donald Trump and where things are going. Let's take a look. I had a chance to talk to President-elect Trump last night, uh, about 3.30 in the morning I think it was, to congratulate him on winning the election. And I had a chance to invite him to come to the White House tomorrow to talk about making sure that there is a successful transition between our presidencies. Now, it is no secret that the president-elect and I have some pretty significant differences. But remember, eight years ago, President Bush and I had some pretty significant differences. But President Bush's team could not have been more professional or more gracious in making sure we had a smooth transition so that we could hit the ground running. And one thing you realize quickly in this job is that the presidency and the vice presidency uh, is bigger than any of us. So I have instructed my team to follow the example that President Bush's team set eight years ago and work as hard as we can to make sure that this is a sex successful transition for the president-elect. Because we are now all rooting for his success in uniting and leading the country. The peaceful transition of power is one of the hallmarks of our democracy. And over the next few months, we are going to show that to the world. Now, everybody is sad when their side loses an election. But the day after, we have to remember that we're actually all on one team. This is an intramural scrimmage. We're not Democrats first. We're not Republicans first. We are Americans first. We're patriots first. We all want, want what's best for this country. That's what I heard in Mr. Trump's remarks last night. That's what I heard when I spoke to him uh, directly. And I was heartened by that. That's what the country needs. A sense of unity, a sense of inclusion, a respect for our institutions, our way of life, rule of law, and a respect for each other. The point, though, is, is that we all go forward with a presumption of good faith in our fellow citizens. Because that presumption of good faith is essential to a vibrant and functioning democracy. That's how this country has moved forward for 240 years. That's how we've pushed boundaries and promoted freedom around the world. That's how we've expanded the rights of our founding to reach all of our citizens. It's how we have come this far. And that's why I'm confident that this incredible journey that we're on as Americans will go on. And I'm looking forward to doing everything that I can to make sure that the next president is successful in that. That's so, we're just so grateful for President Barack Obama and, and President George W. Bush, how he transitioned power 
I'll never forget when their first days coming in office and how they welcomed them and set things up because it's tough enough that you're mm -hmm. going to be president, but now you have to, you know, get everything working for you. And they actually transitioned it really yeah. smoothly. And the last uh, speaker we want to hear is from Speaker of the House, uh, Paul Ryan, as he is the he is over 530, I believe. Some I will tell you after the, this program, after this uh, the segment, but 430 votes, I believe it is, of American Congress representatives that are there voting. He's the one over them. And some of the things that he's saying totally confirms, you know, what God told me about who, who mm -hmm. I didn't know if it was going to be this next president. I didn't know if it would be, you know, presidents down the road. But when I heard what Speaker Ryan said when he was talking to America about uh, President-elect Donald Trump, the Lord just laid him heart. That's the very same thing. As a matter of fact, let's go to Speaker Ryan now. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Last night, and again this morning, I spoke with President-elect Donald Trump, and I congratulated him on his great victory. We talked about the work ahead of us and the importance of bringing this country together. Let me just say, this is the most incredible political feat I have seen in my lifetime. This is something you've heard me say time and again. Seven out of ten Americans, they do not like the direction our country is going. Many of our fellow citizens feel alienated and have lost faith in our core institutions. They don't feel heard, and they don't feel represented by those in office. But Donald Trump heard a voice out in this country that no one else heard. He connected, with, he connected in ways with people no one else did. He turned politics on its head. And now, Donald Trump will lead a unified Republican government. And we will work hand in hand on a positive agenda to tackle this country's big challenges. Look at it this way. Our House majority is bigger than expected. We won more seats than anyone expected. And much of that is thanks to Donald Trump. Donald Trump provided the kind of coattails that got a lot of people over the finish line so that we could maintain our strong House and Senate majorities. Now we have important work to do. Many months ago, Republicans in the House united around a bold, specific agenda for this country. It offers a better way forward for America, and it will help us hit the ground running as we work with Donald Trump to do this. We will honor the timeless principles that our country was founded on. Liberty, freedom, free enterprise, consent of the governed. And we will apply those principles to the problems of the day. This is the kind of unified Republican government that we set out to deliver. I want to close with this. There is no doubt our democracy can be very messy. And we do remain a sharply divided country. But now, as we do every four years, we have to work to heal the divisions of a long campaign. I think President-elect Donald Trump set the perfect tone last night for doing just this. And I know President Obama and Secretary Clinton are committed to bringing the country together. This needs to be a time of redemption not a time of recrimination. We all need to rededicate ourselves to making America great and making it a more perfect union. Kelly, when I say seven out of 10 Americans don't like the direction the country's going, they just voted. I think what Donald Trump just pulled off is an enormous political feat. It's an enormous feat in that he heard those voices that were out there that other people weren't hearing, and he just earned a mandate. And we now just have that unified Republican government. There are so many more things that I'm excited about. Think about the, the laid-off co-workers now who see relief coming. 
Think about the farmers here in Wisconsin who are being harassed by the EPA and the waters of the USA. Think about the ranchers in the West who are getting harassed by the Interior Department or the laid-off timber workers. There is relief coming. This is good for our country. This means that we can lift the oppressive weight of the regulatory state. We can restore the Constitution. Think about the conservative Constitution respecting judges that will be nominated. This is, this is very exciting. What I see now here with a unified government is the opportunity to get back to work for the American people. Donald Trump pulled off an amazing political feat. He deserves tremendous credit for that. It helped us keep our majorities. But it also showed the country that people don't like the direction we were going. We need to change direction. And what I'm excited about is we in Congress, along with our nominee, who is now the president-elect, offered a very specific and clear and coherent agenda on which direction we should take the country. And that is now the direction we're going to go. And that's why I'm excited about working with our president-elect, working with our vice president-elect on the transition to make sure that we hit the ground running. Well, Frank, I don't think people should be worried about civil liberties being violated because take a look at the judges that he's already said he would choose from to put on the Supreme Court. These are judges that actually respect the Bill of Rights, that respect the Constitution. I think one of the things that, one of the biggest victories of this race is the Constitution itself. And so for those people who are concerned or for those people who, who clearly didn't want um, the Republicans to win, uh, we have a very clear agenda we believe in the principles that built this country. We believe in the Constitution. We have an agenda to get people back to work. We want to bring accountability to the federal government. We want the federal government to respect the, the, the states. This is exciting. And so for those people who are concerned, this is a time to unify. This is a time to heal. And I think, again, our president-elect, he, he set the right tone last night with his speech, which was to be magnanimous, to be presidential, and to bring people together. Uh, Mike Pence and I had a great conversation about the transition, meaning how do we make sure that when his hand comes off the Bible, when he's sworn in as president, we are hitting the ground running. And we are, we are very excited about working with him to make sure that that's the case. We think about it. As soon as his hand comes off the Bible, they're going to hit the ground running. And we think about it. That's what he's, and it's like, okay. That's, but that's what the Lord showed me. The Lord showed me specifically. And I didn't know if it was going to be this president or the next president at the timing. But as soon as he said that, I knew the Lord was talking about, because he, he told me specifically uh, uh, in October that Donald Trump would be president, but he, but he told me this before that. Mm -hmm. And what he showed me was the second this president, whoever it was going to be, and I didn't know at the time, was going to be sworn in. I mean, the second he comes off of that stage, he is walking uh, in, in, in tune with the church and what the, the, the original tent of our nation. And just, it's a good thing for those who love God and love the country. Yeah. And, uh, and so when he, Paul Ryan said, I said, that's exactly what the Lord was telling me. And so Paul Ryan's saying that we worked really hard to make sure the moment he takes, the second he takes his hand off the Bible, which means he gets sworn in to be, mm -hmm. to defend the country from enemies foreign and domestic, that um, he'll immediately get busy about doing what's right, yeah. what they perceive as right. And so it's exciting to see that, that God had this, this day in mind, and I want to encourage you, you know, with that, you know, for, for quite a few years now, uh, we have been, uh, you know, praying since 2009 for our president, and um, we want to begin to pray for our new president as well. We, pray, we prayed for, um, uh, you know, President Barack Obama, uh, First Lady Michelle, his daughter, Man, Sasha, Sasha Malia. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you can see right here on your screen that this is a part of our prayer community that we had up now. I don't know if you can see, you may have to make it larger than that. They probably can't see it. 
But we've been praying now since March the 10th, 2009, and this is what God calls us to do. God t- calls us to, um, uh, God calls us to, uh, to pray, pray for, for those in authority over yeah. us. And some, th- some things have been revealed to us over the years that we had to pray protection over our president, mm-hmm. pray over his family. You can imagine being children in the White House and having to grow up to be young ladies now, beautiful ladies, but praying for them and God says, if you do this, you'll have a peaceful life. Well, we have to remember, we've, been, we've done that, we would have continued to do that as this yeah. transition takes place, but we need now to begin to pray for uh, President- uh, Elect Donald Trump and his, President his Elect Donald Trump and his wife and, yeah. and the transition team. And I mean, they got a lot to do in 70 days. They have to, I mean, it's pretty, make sure you join us in our next program because we're gonna show you that the, that the power of the president. As a matter of fact, we might even have that now. I want you to take a look at this. This is what this is what actually happens. That this pre, a president has the power over in government, and mm-hmm. he have to make all these decisions for different judges and different um, uh, positions and, and attorney generals and all this different thing and military and just it's amazing. As a matter of fact, I want you to see right now. This is what he has to decide in seven days in his transition team how he's going to lead this thing. As a matter of fact, let's take a look. The President of the United States is often described as the most powerful person in the world. The person who occupies the Oval Office represents a population of more than 320 million people and oversees the world's largest economy. As Commander-in-Chief, the President commands all five branches of the U.S. Armed Forces and a military budget that tops $580 billion annually. The President decides where troops are stationed, where ships are sent, and how weapons will be used. 886 generals and admirals take their orders from the President, along with some 1.4 million active frontline military personnel and 1.1 million active reserves. The President is the only person who can access the secret codes necessary to launch a nuclear attack and is effectively responsible for more than 4,500 active and inactive nuclear warheads in the U.S. arsenal. The U.S. gives nearly $50 billion in foreign aid to more than 180 countries around the world. That's the President's job as well. The U.S. has collective defense agreements with 54 nations and legally conducts surveillance in 193 countries. The President has the power to veto laws passed by Congress and can pardon anyone of any federal crime, except impeachment. The President can designate land for national monuments and parks and appoints cabinet members, diplomats, and federal judges all the way up to the Supreme Court. So you're looking at, that's a lot of things to figure out in yeah. a short period of time. That's called your transition team. And when the Lord sp- spoke to me and told, told me that you know, Donald Trump would be president, he, he showed me very specifically. I'm like walking and talking with President Barack Obama, and he's already out of the White House at that time, and he's, he's just so kind and polite, and just, it's just really cool, you know, we're talking, and, and it's a dream, you mm-hmm. know, it's like a night vision. And so then he walks me to the White House, and all of a sudden, you know, I say, well, thank you, Mr. President, you know, by Mr. President, and then as I walk to the door, I see Donald Trump in the White House with his transition team. Yeah. And when I walked over to shake Donald Trump's hand, and to congratulate him for you know winning the presidency, he grabbed a hold of my hand. And he wouldn't let go. Well, that, I didn't know about this, but he's known for his handshakes. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, you probably saw earlier in his uh, his speech when he grabbed the vice president and took his hand and jerked him over, and he was holding my hand like that, and he was looking. He had a look on his face like, "Never gonna have to do this thing." And you can see why. There's a lot of things you have to figure out. And the next thing the Lord showed me was 
that the White House is really your house. It's the people's house. And the people were getting the White House back, where it's like commoners and everybody were coming, and it was just filled full of, of just us, different people from all around the, the country. And that was part of the transition mm -hmm. team. So God is just, it's exciting where we're going and what's happening. I want to encourage you to remember to nonstop pray for this transition. Some of the most important people in your life, you know, in regards to government is the judge that rules on the case when somebody falsely accuses you or somebody, your face, I mean, judges are very, very important. All the way up from the Supreme Court to your local circuit judge and your federal judges and all that kind of thing. And they appoint these federal judges. Yeah, the president, the president appoints yeah. many yes. of these. Yes, and a U.S. Marshal. Mm -hmm. All the U.S. Marshals are we totally new. Uh, it's, just, it's exciting. We have a new day ahead, but we need to pray for this transition and pray for America during this transition. But what an exciting yes. time. You know, these, these horrific elections are finally over. Uh, we've elected a new president, mm -hmm. President-elect Donald Trump, and the smooth transition of power. Hillary Clinton's support, supporting it. Uh, president Barack Obama's supporting it. Speaker of the House Paul mm -hmm. Ryan supporting it. They're making things set up with immediately. A lot of things they can do in the first 100 days. Pray about those first 100 days of the administration that uh, that it's effective and it's yes. meaningful and it's pleasing to God and that it would be a blessing to our nation and that we would be safe once again. I think one of the things that I heard in uh, all these speeches were great, but one was in President-elect Donald Trump's uh, speech was that the forgotten will not be forgotten anymore. Be forgotten no so more. many people have been just feeling like, do you even hear me? Do you even know what's going on? Yeah. And it's just like they won't even be heard. And I think it's important for us to realize too that if that's how you felt, you know, during the last so many years, that not to make sure that nobody else feels that way. That don't live your, you know, now you know, if that's how you felt, it's like, you know what? We need to make sure everybody is included, that mm -hmm. God's called us to all the nations, to win everybody the nations, matters. to love them, and everybody matters, and everybody's important. And maybe that's just a, a window of opportunity that, that you had to be able to empathize with people that have been mm -hmm. felt forgotten. And there's a lot of, unjust things that have been taking place in America over the years. And as a Christian, despite your politics, as a Christian, you know, we should have compassion over those things and try to make a difference and do justly. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's, it's a very big thing. And I want to say too, you know, as you're, I was showing you how we pray, been praying for and still praying for, you know, President Barack Obama and Michelle and Sasha Malia. Then I noticed you see, when you see that picture that, that we showed you off the prayer community, that's when they. That's the night that he accept, did the acceptance speech of the big thing. That's why it's a small young picture of Sasha Malia there, because we wanted to remember the day that they were called in office. We began to pray March the thirtieth, two thousand nine, and officially in a community called the Divine Fellowship Network Prayer and Fasting Community. Every Monday, which is a twenty-four hour prayer yeah. watch, we've been praying for our president because God tells us if you want to have a peaceful life, pray for those in authority over you. And during that time, God revealed to us. You know, some strategies the enemy had to be able to harm, you know, our government and harm our country and harm our president. And it's happened continually. I know that Bob Jones talked about the Lord revealed to him the time that President Bill Clinton was president, that there were some things going on. And they prayed that that would be stopped. Mm -hmm. And we're excited that the things that God showed us that could have happened didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah. And I think it's because, I know it's because, you know, everybody prayed and prayed, uh, you know, protection. and. We need to pray over this transition. I mean, it's a big deal. You know, transitioning, most you know, countries, all they know about is just war and transition by taken by force, but we have peaceful transitions of power that they're all participating in it. Uh, President-elect Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, President Barack Obama, 
uh, a Speaker of the House, uh, Paul oh, Ryan. Yeah. And it's just exciting to see, this is the unique thing about America, the transition of power. And people, we're gonna be talking in our next program very specifically about the Electoral College, because really it's not until like December the 13th do does President-elect uh, Donald Trump become Actually, president, president Donald right. Trump. Right now we just voted for delegates and we'll talk more about their next program. It's so important to pray all the way up to now to December uh, 13th or 19th. But I just want to pray right now before the program ends. Father God, we thank you for America. We thank you, Lord, for the people's uh, vote is heard, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for these elections where we're being peaceful. We thank you, Lord God, for the peaceful transition of power that's taking place right now, Father God. We just pray right now, Father God, for um, all of our soldiers and all of our uh, people that are in harm's way, that nothing would happen to them. There is transition of power, Father God, but it'd be peaceful. You put your angels over them, Lord. We pray that you would give wisdom to President-elect Donald Trump and his team and transition team, that uh, it would be a good transition, a smooth transition, God, and that uh, the transition, we thank you for President Barack Obama transitioning the way he talks about it, Lord. We thank you for uh, Hillary Clinton how she's supporting President-elect uh, Donald Trump. It's just an exciting time to see Americans won again, moving in the same direction, God. And we just thank you, Lord, that the seat of the righteous will rise and the seat of evil will come down. You declared it, and we're seeing things take place like that in our lives, God. And we're just grateful for it, God. And we ask you, Lord, end abortion, send revival, send a third great awakening, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Data Radio program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at VFNTV.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app, where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at VFNTV.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at VFNTV.com. VFNTV and the Daily Radio Program, where we're keeping the conversation light.